A stu stu Studio D production. So I recently had it brought to my attention that I still call all my aunts and uncle by aunt whatever or uncle whatever. And apparently that's kind of weird. But in my head, like that's just and like I'll just call them that to their face. I'll call them that to when I'm talking about them all the time. I do that. And one could say that's a little weird, but one could also say that you two girls are really disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, you, you two people are really disrespectful. And I would like to be called Aunt Kelly or Auntie Kelly. Those are my preferred terms. I'll absolutely call you Auntie Kelly. Please do. <laughs> and Jessica, what would you like to be called? Aunt? Oh. Uncle? That awesome aunt I have. That awesome aunt. <laughs> I don't think it's weird. It's the way we grew up. And even if you think about it in certain cultures, you know, even here in America, like they call anybody older who's like a part of their family, even if it's extended non-blood related family, who's not their parent, they call them aunt or aunt or yeah. auntie this isn't a me problem this is a you guys i problem. think so i think it came from <laughs> you are the, disrespectful i think it came from the fact that i was 12 and you were eight when bell was born so the idea of i don't give a aunt crap jess and aunt kelly was <laughs> i demand respect what about your child she does not call me aunt kelly because I was 20 something years Bell and old. I because the Aunt girls Kelly. didn't call you Aunt so again, Kelly. So it's it felt all weird. Your fault. And I demand respect. And she does. We, when we talk about you all the time, because you're the focus of our conversations, That's we weird. always say That's you're creepy. Aunt Kelly. Yeah, you say it to her. I've heard you say and that. She and she says it. Say it. Okay, well, you should have enforced it better if that's what you wanted. Well, I'm now enforcing it against these two adult you can't people. You can old dog new drink. Well, yes, I can. You will call me Auntie Kelly. <laughs> well, you got to reach out to your other niece. And okay. Well, if, this, you, if you all will model it for me or for her. This entire episode that we're about to record, I will only refer to you as Auntie Kelly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate your respect for my... Age and wisdom. You're welcome, Auntie <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Makes me happy. <laughs> like, I guess I just always thought... Sit down, I want to tell you a story. A really weird and messed up story. With murdering ghosts and gobbly ghouls. It's all really fucked up, so don't you be fooled. Am I dad? Am I drone dad? Am I... It's effed up. everybody welcome to effed up family story time the podcast i am your reoccurring co-host turned host hannah and and <laughs> hell yeah i don't know if that's gonna translate no, we should maybe go around and introduce ourselves and actually yeah uh if you listen to our last episode you will know that we are still in the midst of a takeover takeover uh, so with us today, we have Belle. Hey, y'all. We also have Kelly. I'm here, too. And we have Jessica. Damn it, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> did I throw you off by saying your full oh. name? It felt weird. A little bit, because it's very unusual <laughs> to be called Jessica, but... Um, I also feel like you didn't really get my name right, Hannah. What, what's I, my name? What's my name? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Auntie Kelly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I feel better. You made me second guess that I had somehow mispronounced <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> so Salem is 
my mommy Salem <laughs> is once again now with us having a great vacation great vacation and an anniversary yeah Heck yeah um so we are gonna have a little bit of a different episode this time we are instead of telling one effed up story we're all going to be telling our own personal experiences our own effed up our stories. own effed up stories anything spooky paranormal weird shit that's happened to us so yeah it'll yeah. be fun i mean we're not gonna get like too effed up no 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 it's gonna be like spooky fun spooky but spooky like fun. Uh, yeah I mean, like, I'm not going to tell you about that time that this person I worked with did this really awful thing, and it just was really effed up. We're not going to do that. No, 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 no. No. It's going to be like a spooky ghost. Yeah, yeah. It's going <laughs> to be those kind of stories. <laughs> Hannah, why don't you get started? All right. All right. So um, I'm going to start with the, the weird shit that I experienced at my high school friend's house uh, a few years ago. So... My my best friend in high school lived in a very old, very like dilap not really dilapidated, but just like an old house in Denver. And um there's a lot of history to that house and she'd always told me about how it was haunted, but I had never experienced it. And so one the first time that I actually went over to her house was on Halloween. <laughs> Which is so perfect. And so she had told me about how the cellar in her house was haunted and how she had experienced weird shit down there. And so before we were going to go out and do the Halloween festivities and all that jazz, we decided to go into her cellar, just the two of us, with candles, not even a flashlight because we're stupid. It's like, how can you scare yourself to the utmost degree? <laughs> it's all about Use the environment. Use a fucking candle yeah. that can blow out through anything. <laughs> so we went to her cellar. Um, the candles blew out. Big shocker there. Um, <laughs> as we were half outside in the middle of October when it was windy. Um, she ran inside to go and get a lighter and get a flashlight so that we could actually see into the cellar. So you were left alone? So I was left alone. Well, that's a bad call right there. So what? <laughs> this was an outdoor access cellar? Yes. So okay. it was at like the back of her house. We were like halfway down the stairs into the cellar when she left to go and get a flashlight. So when she left, uh, I was trying to communicate with the spirit in my... 14 year old way uh so probably something really cringy and shitty <laughs> um but i was just like asking if there's anyone there and like make themselves known kind of not thinking much of it because i don't think at that point i'd really experienced anything paranormal but as i was doing all of this i decided to go a little bit deeper i was maybe like two steps from the bottom of the cellar and it was pitch black in there. And then I started hearing a child laughing. And initially, I was like, oh, well, it's Halloween. We're in a neighborhood. There's probably kids just running around. And then I, like, leaned my head in. And I could tell that the laughter was coming from inside of the cellar. Or at least that's what it sounded like to me. It's coming uh, from inside the house. Sorry. <laughs> I don't like that. So I heard this, this child laughter. And I said something i don't remember what i said but i was like hello probably hello hello <laughs> just like that and then the child's laughter stopped 
and it became the laughter of a deep-voiced man. (gasps) (laughs) What what might that sound like, Hannah? What does the laughter of a deep-voiced man sound like? It was more sinister than the laugh that I do. Okay. Okay. Um, But it, it sounded like it was coming from, like, the center of the cellar, and... At that point, I was like basically almost in the cellar. So I feel like a lot of the noise from outside of the cellar wouldn't have been transferred as easily. Um, but I definitely heard that. I think I had a candle that was still lit. The candle went out and I fucking left. <laughs> <laughs> I dipped it out of there, went inside and did not stay the night that night. And that is my first experience of that house. That's creepy. Yeah. My... The way that the voice went from like child laughter into deep no, to, like a man's laugh, Whoa. it was not fun. <laughs> what if it was all an elaborate prank and your friend just left a CD player down Listen, there? Listen, sometimes I think that because she was kind of awful. <laughs> like, am I just being gaslit into thinking that this place is haunted? I was gaslit about many other things in that friendship, so. <laughs> oh, that's sad bygones are bygones we've moved on y'all are in different spaces in your life and and you know you're doing your own thing and that's your lived experience yeah you know so that's you're you're not lying you're not calling her out or trying to hate on her you're just saying that was that was what happened happened. and you know yeah so what did you have another experience in that i did have another experience at that house all right so what was your second experience all right so my second experience happened a few years later i think Um, I had slept over at this person's house and it was, uh, the two of us and just the two of us. I think that like her parents had gone to work. Just the two of us. (laughs) We can make it if we try. Um, her brother was not there. I think he was staying at a friend's house. Um, so it was the, the two of us alone in her house and we were watching scary movies. So <laughs> earlier that day, we had gone and walked to the Safeway that was by her house to get donuts. Something that we did pretty often when we were staying was the night there. Was that the unsafe way? It was the unsafe way. <laughs> <laughs> so we had donuts. We had like a box of a dozen donuts. Um, and at one point, we paused the movie. This Belle knows this story. I've heard. I've told her this yeah. story many times. Um, <laughs> We pause the movie. I get up from the couch in the living room. And so the way that this house was set up, there was the door, the front door immediately goes to a staircase. Next to the staircase is a tiny little hallway. Um, And then if you turn left, there's a living room. And then like the kitchen is past that living room. The hallway goes in between the stairs, the living room into the kitchen. So I stand up from the living room next to the TV and I'm like kind of in the doorway into the entryway and the hallway. And we always joked about how that hallway was like very haunted and very creepy, which just gave off weird vibes anytime that you would walk past it or like through it. And so I get up and I ask my friend, do you want a donut? I was going to go grab myself a donut and I ask her, do you want a donut? Um, and so as, as I stand up, we hear behind us, in the empty entryway, a very deep and guttural. Mm. <laughs> Wait, was Cookie Monster? I've heard this story too, and now I remember. Cookie Monster was there. <laughs> it's the donut ghost. And I tell this story to everyone, and they think that I'm making it up. But I swear 
to God on my life to the God that I don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of undermines your Oh, uh, I know. But, I, but the life that you do. The life that I do actively have. <laughs> I, I swear on my life that I heard that fucking ghost make an mm noise at I me when like I mentioned this, a donut. This story <laughs> happened. This story Hannah experienced that Hannah had happened at least 15 years ago. Not 15. Really? What, what was it? it 10, was probably 10 like to 15. 20, wait, 12, so, 2013. I thought you were going to say 20 years. <laughs> 20 years, years ago. No, no. <laughs> I was not. I was still in like high school. Like a decade. No, you weren't. Not at this point. I, I had graduated? No. I remember you telling me this story when I was in high school. You were a senior then, so it was 2011. So it was 2011, so a decade ago. Jeez. You Which said 2012, what? and it was totally not. Which it is, was 2011. <laughs> Let's be specific, Which, guys. I don't know. I just feel like in the last decade, we've been drunk and talking ghosts enough that if it was fake, you would have slipped up. I know you. For sure. If it was fake, you would have absolutely slipped up. Hannah, or I would have stopped telling it by now. Like yeah, a decade Hannah has gone by. Hannah continue to tell the same, like moderately interesting <laughs> story <laughs> for a decade if it wasn't real. The fact moderately that it's really interesting. <laughs> that does put it into perspective. <laughs> the fact that it's real makes it more interesting. But That's like, true. If you're going to tell a fake story, you don't be like, oh man, I said donut. He said, mm. <laughs> For 10 years. <laughs> oh my goodness. So those are my two most interesting ghost stories. <laughs> oh, you came out. You came out. I came out with a bang. Swing in or something? Oh yeah, I came out swinging. Yeah. Oh. All right. We got to pass, pass the donut. Next. Pass, pass the donut. The donut. <laughs> Jess. Um, so <laughs> as much as... <laughs> <laughs> it's either Cookie Monster or Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wanted to make donut a joke. I want. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I want to make a joke about wanting donuts or eating donuts, but I don't know how to do it in a Yoda. It's not the voice. It's the, it's order, the order of the words. <laughs> to think through it. As much as I have tried over the years, I only have one real experience. And for a long time, I wondered if I dreamt it all until I found someone who experienced the exact same thing. And we just <gasps> never talked about it. Oh. So this took place, like, you want to talk about a decade ago for Hannah's story. This took place when I was, like, 13. So if you know how old I am, years ago. do the math. <laughs> yep, I, I was going to go the other direction and be like, 63. about 13 years ago then, right? I am 63. It was 50 years ago. <laughs> um, but so this actually happened at the house I currently live in, but it was also the house that... Kelly, Salem, and I grew up in for a big portion of our lives. And Belle and I. Yep. At one point, Belle and Hannah lived there with Salem. It's the family homestead, except we didn't homestead it. We just bought it. Bought it. (laughs) And And rebuilt it when everyone stole the copper that one time. (laughs) And it's all PVC pipe now. (laughs) Hell yeah. And whoever put in the PVC pipe. Did you just hell yeah PVC (laughs) pipe? (laughs) Whoever put in the PVC pipe sealed the main sewer line shut, and we had to pay to have a new one put in. Hell yeah. So I bought the house now. This is why I'm talking about that stuff. I bought the house now. Um, but anyway, so that house is a three-bedroom house, um, and one the house was just kind of weird in general. I think Salem and Kelly would agree a little bit. Belle and Hannah probably, too. Just kind of weird. Um 
but there was one room that always just fell off to me. And I never, you know, never really said anything. But was it, it always Hannah's just room? felt off. I don't remember what Hannah's room was. The small the bedroom. Was the small one on the, the very bedroom. far. The one behind. By the closet. The, yeah. Yeah. The one behind <laughs> the, small the, bedroom. the uh-huh. linen closet. The one that yeah. wasn't mine. <laughs> um, yeah, same. Not mine. I, I never had that bedroom. I had, I had the middle bedroom. <laughs> yeah, the corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, the best bedroom. Yeah, the best It one. is. It's like bigger yeah. than the master yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Basically. The what only the reason to be in the master bedroom is it has two closets. The bigger closet, which but you, in high school I would have left. But. <laughs> well, but with the two closets, you lose the space that that second closet takes up that the other room has, and that's why that well, other room Yeah, but you also... That corner a, bedroom had so much light because it yeah. had all of yes. the windows. Yeah. Anyway, Because that's the south-facing side. However, you don't really, as adults, want to have the bedroom in between your two kids, I would oh, think. God, no. So yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, we had the best bedroom, me and Belle. Uh, I had the apparently Hannah, haunted bedroom. Jess, <laughs> Hannah, Jess, well, and Salem all lived in the worst bedroom. It was yeah, very small okay, and so. had a ghost living in the closet. <laughs> And so, yes, the closet. So the the biggest thing about that room was that something just always felt off with the closet. It was like something emanated from there. Um, but, you know, I was 13 and I got my own room finally and I didn't have to share. So I was like, yeah, I'll stay there. Salem finally moved out. I get my own room kind of thing. Um, but throughout the time that I stayed in that room, I used to have this kind of same experience. And like I said, I wasn't sure if I dreamed it or what, um, but I used to wake up and be completely paralyzed. I couldn't move. I couldn't make a noise. And there would always be this like creepy shadowy figure standing next to the bed And all I ever felt was just pure terror. Like, it was just, like, the worst terror I've ever felt. Um, And then what was weird about it and made me feel like it might be real was that I never, like, woke up like you do from a dream. He would always just turn around and walk away and just kind of dissipate. And I say he because he definitely gave up often a male build kind of thing. Um, so that was always weird. He would always just like turn around, walk away and kind of just like dissolve as he walked away. And then I'd fall back asleep. So it was, so it would happen fairly frequently. I think I stayed in that room for probably, I guess it would have only been two years or so before we moved, before mom and dad got the other house. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happened fairly frequently. <clears throat> What made it really creepy is that years later, I was probably early 20s-ish, out uh, visiting family, and Salem was there, and we were staying up late talking about things, and I happened to say, like, oh, well, this happened, but maybe I was just dreaming. And Salem just looked at me and said, no way. I used to have that same thing happen to me. Oh, my God. Hannah. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> oh, no! I don't know if I somehow picked it up from either you or Mom uh, talking about it. stories. Okay. Because I remember specifically when we moved back there <coughs> after Mom and Dad got divorced. So I was, like, old enough at that point that I could have heard some stories. Yeah, I was 14, yeah. so you okay. would have been, what, 11 or 12? Yeah. So, but I do remember, like, either having weird dreams or seeing weird shit in that 
fucking closet all the goddamn it's the time. It's totally. the fucking closet. It's well, like the even, vortex to the other world. Yeah, that's what we do. We talk about when, um, like when after mom and dad divorced and we moved back to the house, I had that corner bedroom. But when we were little, it was yeah, we like, shared it that was tiny bedroom. And so, like the tiny bedroom, we both had. We had bed on either side. And like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just remember too. Like when you were a kid, and it might just be because you've always been weird and spooky. But like all of the weird shit that you would talk about when you were a baby and oh, like all the yeah. weird night terrors that I would have the like, well, and I always, I remember I mean, I get having, night terrors still, but like they pretty much stopped after we moved to the old that's house. That's what I was and- going to say. I remember having terrible nightmares the entire time I lived in that house. But then it feels like as soon as we moved in with grandma and grandpa for that year. And then as soon as we moved here, I stopped having as many nightmares. Yeah. So you, Hannah, were, you were born when your family was living in that house. Yes. Yeah. And when did you move out of that house? The Third first time grade? we moved out. Yeah. It yeah was, that's right. That's yeah. Right. I was okay. like 11. Yeah. So. Okay. And then we lived and with grandma moved, and grandpa for a year. It was like two years. And then you moved yeah. back in. And then mm-hmm. Just we moved the three back. of you. Yeah. yeah. And you moved back in after the remodel, right? Yeah. Yes. It was after the remodel. Yeah. Okay. Because I definitely think since they remodeled, it feels a lot less. Yeah. Well, I will say. After the remodel, I had two very strange things happen to me in that house after the remodel. Neither of them were in that bedroom. Um, The first one, I remember I was listening to Three Days Grace on Mom's laptop. (laughs) What a a put it perfectly (laughs) into the time. It had died. And so I just closed it and I put it in the living room. It was completely dead by the time that I had stopped using it and put it in there. Um... I don't remember what song I was listening to, but I know that it was not the song that woke us all up at like two o'clock in the morning because the laptop had turned on. I did not plug it in the night before. I just put it in the living room. It had turned on and started blasting three days grace throughout the house. So the three of us woke up in a fucking panic because we heard the song from three days grace that goes, this house is not a home. Oh, (laughs) Oh, damn. I don't remember that. that? Oh my God. I remember it so vividly because mom blamed it on me and was like, why'd you plug the laptop in and like not turn it off all the way? And I was like, no, it was fucking dead when I, put it out there <laughs> um the second weird thing that happened i remember dad had like walked over to watch me while bell was doing like after school things i think so it was just dad and i in the house we had the tv off we were just talking and then suddenly we heard voices talking through the tv <gasps> like it had picked up some random signal yeah. but the tv was off we didn't have it on and it was just like a, a conversation that people were having in their living room that we heard. And it was so fucking weird. Creepy. Yeah. yeah I never I, had any experiences of that house. I was creeped out a lot, but nothing I ever ne- happened. I never have any like real experiences, Same, but just a lot of like weird feelings. Yeah. And, like, I had a lot of a weird lot feelings. Of, like, yeah. Just like bad vibes. You, yeah. It just, felt- it could have been the cat though, because Loki would <laughs> hop into the shower while you were showering. And so there were so True. many times that I would be like face in the shower and then turn around to wash my hair. And then the cat would just be there. <laughs> Looking at you. Oh, that sounds amazing. Especially when you're going through puberty at like oh, 13, 14 years old and the cat is just like staring at you and you don't know what to do with your body and even the cat looking at your body makes you feel weird. You know, you're just I always just assume that cats are looking at me going, where's her fur? Doesn't she get cold? Yeah. <laughs> ah. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think, still, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Kelly. I was just going to say, I think since you still live there, uh, you should like do some yeah, recording in your maybe. closet or something. Cause maybe. you, that's your, that's your craft room and storage room. So you don't really go in there that often, right? Mm-hmm. No. And that was kind of by design. <laughs> that's fair. I was wondering um, about that. <laughs> but like, I still, to this day, like, I wouldn't say I get bad feelings like I used to when I was younger. Maybe that's just cause I'm older now. I don't know. But I still think I see people like out of the corner of my eye all the time. And I know most of those can be explained by like a shadow or the cat or a car driving by. But there are times like I will sit on the couch where I can in the living room where you can see down the hallway and see like the bathroom door. And I swear Somebody walked across the hallway from that room to the bathroom. I used to feel that way all the time when I would like go to sleep because we would always keep the hallway light on Mm because Hannah and I never liked to sleep in the complete darkness. And so mom and dad would always leave the hall light on for us. And I swear I would see shadows walking around in the hallway, like in the light all Mm -hmm. the time. In my, so in my room, the... The doorway to my room for listeners looks out essentially into this weird kind of cubby hole where the two doors to the other bedrooms are. And then it goes down the hallway from there. And just sitting in bed, I swear I will think Evie is like up because she does this thing (sighs) (laughs) where she will just come stand in the doorway sometimes Until she knows I'm awake. What a fucking weirdo. That is the biggest reason like, why I don't want kids is because I hear those horror stories oh of like toddlers God. having nightmares and they're just standing over your bed staring at you until you wake up and they're like, well, Mom, I can't sleep. And you're like, fuck, okay. Like, I mean, just get in bed with like, me. Even, That's why you don't have kids. It's right? for that moment well, where they're no, creepy there's, as shit. There's a lot of reasons why I don't have kids, but that's one that I think about often. But... um. But, like, she does it because she comes into my room a lot, and as it gets later, she will, like, kind of stand in the doorway and gauge whether she thinks I'm asleep or not yeah. before she I comes in. I get it. In. It's just still creepy. But there have been so many times where, like, I will think she's there and look up and nobody's there, and I'll kind of holler, and she's in the living room doing her own thing, and she's like, no, that wasn't me this time. Like, so just little things like that that could be my imagination, who knows what, but it's just odd. Um, you want to know something else creepy about Evie, though? Yes. Yes. So I recently discovered that after she determines if I'm asleep or not, if I am asleep, she just comes and lays at the foot of my bed and stares at me. <laughs> she just told me that. <laughs> like, yeah, but does she actually do it or does she know? Because she is so damn smart. She's like, this is a weird thing to say she's to someone. Also weird. I'm going to say <laughs> it on is purpose. That she's smart and she's weird. I, and so to like make other people think that she's more weird, I feel like that's yes. something that I also would do. Except, so here's the thing. I have not been asleep, but facing away from the door trying to sleep and rolled over and she's there behind me <laughs> in my bed staring at me that's how that's how i found out she does it because like i'm like what the hell kid she's like i do this all the time mom oh my god or or she'll or there were things like i took a nap one day and i ended up sleeping forever it was weird and she came and then i she came in and she's like oh good you're awake now and i was like oh did you come in here while i was sleeping she's like yeah i just sat in here for a while watching you sleep but I have well, caught her doing it. So well, that absolutely is an effed up story you just shared with us. Yes. So totally on brand. At least oh, she's honest well, about it. I, to- I totally don't feel 
unsafe. I think she's just, not. she just gets bored and she doesn't know what to do with herself. And so she comes in my room and stares that at That was me. one thing that I'm thankful about Hannah for is that when I would get bored, I would just ask Hannah. I know, right? <laughs> Sisters, man. Yeah. Can confirm. It All went right. both ways. All right, I think it's Belly's turn it's for a story. It's my turn. Whoa, whoa. All right. Um, so most of my, you know, I get like weird feelings and have like weird shit, like shadows and stuff happen. But like most of my like definitive experiences that I have had that I literally cannot attribute to anything else have happened when I worked at a haunted house in Denver. I'm not going to give the name because I don't want to be liable for any shit. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't want to. I don't want to put. I don't they're know. They're literally not even in the same location that they no, were. No, they when this weren't. Happened, but they're still but... a thing. And okay. I just no, don't. It's fine. I don't. And nobody don't deal with it. from there listens to the podcast. Might, only Steve but... Buscemi. Steve Buscemi doesn't know what He's that our place only... is. I know. <laughs> Whatever. I worked at a haunted house. I don't know. You can he... trust Steve Buscemi. Not like a house that's haunted, but like an actual attraction where you pay to get spooked and you walk through. He likes to stick up for us, so he may put that haunted house on blast That's if he true. knows what it is. All right, tell you Did doesn't that deserve right? to be on blast. Did the old lady use that uh, term right? On blast? Yeah, yeah. well done. Yay. Wow. <laughs> uh, tell your story. Okay. So I'm working at this, um, I worked at this haunted house for about, I think it was two years, two seasons. Um, to clarify, it wasn't a house that was haunted. It was like an attraction where you paid money and walked through like the, you know, spooky rooms and then actors would jump out and scare you. Um, cause a lot of people, I'm like, I worked at a haunted house and people are like, Oh, like, like a haunted house. And I'm like, you gave tours at a historic I'm mansion like, no. that also happened to be haunted. <laughs> well, no, usually you worked give, at a haunted, the thing, haunted house. I'll give the name of the haunted house and people are like, Oh, you worked at a hospital. I'd be like, no, I worked at a, a haunted house. <laughs> and those people in Denver can figure some things out from the clues that Belle's given. But. Um, anyway, so this place, there was like a lot of stories about like, you know, what, no, I no, would just say Hannah. Hannah because it's called. Oh, because it's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I literally also worked there and I just had that moment. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so from the moment I started working there, there were like stories. So there was rumored that there were two spirits that like haunted the, you know, the haunted house. And one was like a shadow man kind of thing, you know, he was just like bad energy, whatever. And the other was like a little girl. And most of my experiences had to do with, like, the little girl because uh, all of my stuff I did, it was, like, there were two sections of the house and they were pretty much split, you know, like, you would, like, zigzag through one and then go zigzag through the other. But, like, each spirit pretty much stayed. Like, there were a couple rooms that overlapped, but it was, like, each spirit kind of avoided each other. It was rumored that the little girl didn't like the shadow man because nobody liked the shadow man. He was pretty scary. Um, I'm tangenting. Okay, one night... I'm in this room called the atrium and I had to wear this like thick black dress and most Octobers in Denver get pretty cold. When I was growing up, I always had to, you know, pick my Halloween costume around what you could still figure out what it was if I wore a coat over it because yep. nine times out of 10, it was snowing when I went trick or treating. Uh, when I went as an M&M for like four years in a row, that was the best. Oh yeah. Just a big old <laughs> fluffy M&M. I only remember going as an M&M once. That was when we went together that one year. When I went to Scabbers and you went as Hedwig, that was yeah, probably that was the, nice, warmest, the warmest, nicest year. Um, this year it was unseasonably hot. 
is like it like didn't snow the entire October. It was like one of those Octobers that we've been getting more and Kinda more. Like twenty twenty one, and yeah, maybe possibly twenty twenty. It's like sixty degrees for the entire month, um, but it was really rainy. But anyway, it was like a really hot night, and we didn't have AC in the building or any heat in the building or whatever because we only used it for like two months out of the year. And I'm wearing this super thick black dress, and I'm like hot. Like we hadn't even opened the the house yet. I hadn't even started haunting, and I'm like sweating. And I, you know, was getting ready. We're like in places, and we're getting ready to have you know people come through. And so the way that my room was set up is it was like this aisle that you would go down as like a customer. You'd go down this aisle, and then there would be trees on either side. And I would hide behind the trees and then, like, seeing these, like, spooky lullabies and talk about how I, like, drowned my baby or whatever. And uh, <laughs> so I would, like, hide behind the trees. I'm waiting for customers to come through. And I'm, like, drinking some water. And I'm, like, kneeling down behind the trees. Nobody else is in this room with me. It's, like, me by myself. And I felt... Like, this feeling that you would get, like, you would just be in the room, like, they would have the bright lights and the fog, and it's, like, meant to disorient you, you know, so you don't know where you're going. And so I would constantly get these feelings of, like, unease, and then have to, like, ground myself and kind of, like, talk myself out of it. And so I started having one of those feelings, like, there was somebody standing behind me, and I started, like, doing my deep breathing and trying to brighten my energy and, you know, ward off whatever was around there. And then I feel, like, on my shoulder, it was my left shoulder almost like two fingers just like pressed on the top of my shoulder. And you're still kneeling down? I'm still kneeling down, okay. yeah. I was like kneeling down. I was like <sighs> trying to breathe. And I thought because there were like trees and like fake branches and shit all around me, I figured that it was just like a tree fell or some sort of prop had like hit me. And so I go to brush off whatever's on there. I felt the pressure of whatever was on my shoulder until I reached my hand up and felt nothing there. <gasps> uh, and then it was like I felt the sensation of the like the pressure. It was like transferred from pressure to just like almost like somebody left an ice cube on my shoulder. And then I instantly went from like overheating to just like full body chills. And then I hopped into the room next to me and my buddy was over there and I was like, hey, I'm going to hang out with you because something touched me. And I don't want to be in that room by myself. So when I see a customer come around the corner, I'm going to dip into my other room, but I'm not going to be in there. Luckily, I got moved into a different room that had like syringes hanging from the ceiling. But then every time I would see the syringes start to move and jump up thinking that there was a customer, but there was nobody there. That was the same night. There's a lot of spooky shit would happen. Just like shadows. There was another night that I, so I got way too drunk with one of my supervisors one night and then ended up very hungover the next day. And my supervisor felt really, really bad about it. And so she helped me to hide and like nap underneath the wardrobe, right? She like set up a bed for me. And so I'm like napping. This was the previous or the following year after I had like promoted to like a runner. So I was like, Instead of being in one room, my job was to go through the house and check on all of the actors in the room. So I didn't have as many experiences that year because I was, like, constantly moving through the house. But I remember this one night because I'm, like, asleep under the wardrobe. And I wake up because somebody's standing over me. And I thought that it was my friend. But my friend had, like, really short, like, curly, curly hair. And as I'm, like, my eyes are coming into focus, 
I see like the shadow of like the long straight hair that like the little girls like rumored to have, you know, like somebody was standing over me. Like I wouldn't have woken up if somebody wasn't standing over me. And then as my eyes fully focused, it was gone and there was nobody there. Weird. Um, yeah, super weird. Spooky. That's the sort of haunted house I want to go to. I Not honestly, the, like, I'm yelling at you and chasing you with the pretend knife. Like I want to go to like a let's be really quiet and maybe someone will visit us sort of haunted house. Yeah. No, it a was always it was like a truly haunted house. house. Like not saying I want to go to that one because I know, what, <laughs> but I'm saying if there was a haunted house that existed that was more like the experiences you had, like let's just kneel here behind the trees. Well, and it was maybe a, someone will touch us. Yeah, it was a joke between the actors that like because we were running around scaring people, that like specifically the little girl was like, oh that's fun, <laughs> I want to do that too. And so she would like run around oh, and scare cute. us. The shadow man was a different was entity entirely. And I creepy. was not into him. Anytime I felt any sort of energy that I thought could be the shadow man, I was like, no, light, shine that light. I'm bigger than you. I'm alive. Like, <laughs> That's usually what I do when I start to feel really creeped out about ghosts. I do that, you know, that theater warm up where you like envision your light and then you envision your light filling the whole room and then your light fills the whole building you know that that focus exercise that you do but i envision it warding off all of the spirits <laughs> and usually shit doesn't fuck with me when i don't want it to <laughs> who's next spooky hannah oh it's me again hannah. and then break time spooky i didn't realize that I apparently have like more than normal weird shit happen to me. The fact that all of you guys only have like one or two stories. You've been talking about weird shit I'm happening like, to you since you could talk with. Uh, I was just going to say, say his name. I was just going to say it all started with. Uh, Mama count uh, fucking cut his name out. Why? I don't know. Why, why cut his name out? Because I get a weird vibe from it. He doesn't want to be known. I don't know. She's got to protect the Because dad said something once that was like, don't tell people his name. And I was like, will do. Yeah, that's the sort of weird <laughs> thing that your dad would say that has like oh no, boy. like, and you would go back to him and like tell him that he said that. And, and be he'll like, be like, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But yeah, the way you talked about uh, it's just a little too specific i don't know the right word maybe your mom should just Hell yeah. burp out his name every time we say it just to be safe yeah. with the universe <laughs> case that shit is real i don't want a goddamn demon on my ass <laughs> but what's your other okay. story so my uh, this other story takes place on riverdale road the fun quote-unquote most haunted place in denver but it's mostly it's not in Denver. It's in fucking Thornton. It's Get in your the Denver right. metro area. It's not Denver. Part of it is swear to God. Not still not Denver. She's right. <laughs> it never makes it to Denver. No one. No one who's li- Steve Buscemi is not going to know where Thornton is, but he'll know where you Denver Steve is. Steve Buscemi can look at you a map. Don't know his life. He could have. Right, I'm sorry, Steve Buscemi. A, he could have vacation here all the time and know all the cities. Or here. he could be planning an epic after uh, family story time road trip where he like goes to oh Cheeseman Park and right? goes to Riverdale Road or, and we can't find Riverdale Road and visits my I house. Saw Steve Buscemi. At Riverdale Road that <laughs> night. <laughs> it was him. It was Steve. All right, I know this story you're going to tell. It's a good Riverdale Road story. You know the story? Hell I it. told it before. I think I'm so. I'm sure I have. But our um, Steve okay. Buscemi does not know this story. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> 
Um, so Riverdale Road is a notoriously haunted road in Colorado. Um, a lot of like high school students will drive up and down it and the freak themselves out. A truly haunted well, place. No, it's all the high like, school kids go there. You know, all the high school kids that go there to freak themselves out. There's a lot of urban legends surrounding it. Um, and so like all of those other high school kids, when I was a freshman in college, I went there with my friend from high school, the one whose house I pre- previously mentioned in my other story. Um, and so we were driving, I was the one driving the car because she didn't have a license. (laughs) And so we decided to drive all the way from one end of Riverdale to the other end. And it wasn't like super late, but it was late enough that it was dark outside. We drove most of the way there. Didn't really experience anything. We were like pointing at stuff and like making ourselves scared and then like laughing about it. And then... Maybe about like three quarters of the way, all the way down Riverdale, um, there was this big open field. And I start looking out into the field. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, man, it would be weird if I saw something out there. And then I was like, wait, do I see something out there? (laughs) (laughs) And then I remember my friend like patting me on the arm and saying my name. And I was veering off the side of the road. as I was staring blankly into this field. And according to her, she had tried to call my name a couple of times before I responded to her. And so I finally like shook out of it. And I was like, oh, I was just thinking about how weird it would be if I saw something in that field. (laughs) (laughs) And so we keep going. We don't see anything else. We turn around at the end of Riverdale. And then a little while back on the way back from Riverdale, we're driving. There's no other cars. And suddenly, out of nowhere, in around the same area that that field was that I started veering off the road, this giant blurred white object comes out of nowhere, just like flies down from the sky. It kind of looked like it could be like a bird, but it had like zero shape to it at all. It comes down in front of the right side of my car, like the passenger side of my car. I slam on my brakes and I like veer off the road and stop. We didn't get out of the car because we were like, what the fuck was that? Let's get to a well-lit area before we get out of the car. (laughs) But we didn't feel an impact or anything. Like, I didn't hit anything. And then looking behind us as we were driving away, there was absolutely nothing there. And so we, like, get out of my car. We went to a gas station after getting off of Riverdale. And we inspect my car, make sure that I didn't actually hit anything. And, like, we both just didn't feel it for whatever reason there was nothing there but we both know that we saw this giant white bird-like thing just swoop down directly in front of my car and then disappear crazy wild yeah that is weird (laughs) all right well (laughs) yeah i'm just is it time for a break creepy place i think it's time for a break i think so step out of our creepy zone for a sec i might take a nap if you guys want to stare at me that's fine we agreed because I texted you, right? We're not doing nibbling. No, no. It's what it's is it? Chibbling. Chibbling. Oh, chibbling. Is that okay? Chibbling. That's what I texted you. I like you chibbling. About. Child I don't of remember a, that. Child of a sibling. I chibbling. I texted you and you said you were a okay chibbling. I probably did. I well, have no idea. Yeah, I remember Kelly texting and I remember you saying, oh, cool. Listen, <laughs> I will. Was, I don't you remember. You don't even anything. smoke weed in this house. It's whatever you want, but every time I call you my no, nibbling. I like chibbling. 
I'm gonna think of eating. Right. So I think like, chibbling is a little bit. It's like nibbling, yeah. That's the first I thought that was the word you wrote at first in that message. I well, because like, nibbling is like the quote unquote term for like non binary yeah, niece or But it's nephew. one but of them. I looked it up. Yeah. I am so we haven't tired of firmly committed words yet. being changed to use forever other things. Uh, nibbling is already a word. And that and chibbling is not. So I feel like okay. if we lean hard on chibbling. Yes, we can make chibbling. it a thing. All right, Steve Buscemi, I know you're out there listening. <laughs> Let's make chibbling go viral. But we have to make sure Hannah's okay with it. You, you I'm get okay. To that, you know what I do like? What? Nasu. What's that? <laughs> I just created it—a mixture of niece and nephew. That's what uh, the other niece one is you. too. <laughs> niece you. Whichever one you want, Nefice. I would just encourage it to not be nibbling. But any anything you want. I mean, I think you should create your own asshole. term, though. Like, like <laughs> my asshole, this is my Hannah. asshole, Hannah. Because doing something like niece you is like this message that you're both niece and nephew, but in reality, you're just you. So you're like chibbling. You're chibbling. I'm neither. A chibbling. Exactly. You are the my child sibling. You are my no. chibbling. <laughs> my sibling. <laughs> Jason is my child silly. Man, mom has some things she needs to tell me. Well, and child's like sibling on is grandma. just your kid. Like, if, if she's your child's or sibling, this she's is your sister, your kid sister. Half. It, it may or not be half. mine. That's it, true. Your but child so. sibling would just be like your kid. Oh yeah, your kid or, sister. Like Jason is my child sibling. No. Yeah. Not child with an apostrophe S is what I said. Like your child's Oh, yeah, sibling. no, you just so said child I, sibling. So I would yeah. my child your, sibling would yes, just be Jason. Child. Because Jason is a child and my sibling. <laughs> right, well, because it would be like her saying, you are Salem's child's sibling because you are Hannah's sibling. <laughs> or it could be that's you the way are it sounded. Hannah is Joe's child's sibling, because you Joe is not uh, anything to you. True. Uh, oh, but that's not what I meant. What I meant was my sibling's child, which Maybe. are two people in this room. Maybe it should be child. I was gonna say, should it be like sibiled? 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 Well, it just depends on how much you want to fight what's out there in the world. Sibchi. If, if I, I like want to fight it all. <laughs> Because <laughs> if nibbling is like has a slight lead, but Ugh. chibbling's in the running. So if we devote ourselves to chibbling, I'm we could make a change. If us and Steve Buscemi devote ourselves <laughs> to <know>. chibbling. <laughs> Come on, Steve. We know you can chibbling. help us. <laughs> That's the one. Well, I I am all for creating like like it should be a unique word for people who identify that way. Like I hate using existing words, even if they're technically two words matched up. Nibbling is still a freaking word. <laughs> and I'm all for like giving people their uniqueness that they deserve and something they identify with. I just want a full new word that isn't like an amalgamation of yeah. two words. Oh. I mean, a oh. giblet. Well, then you got to figure that out and let me know. Get back to like, me. You like, are a, like, a squonk. If it was universally, yeah, if it was universally agreed upon that Did a non-binary niece or nephew was a squonk. I love it. You are my squonk. Please. Oh, my God. I'm begging you. Can I be your squonk? A squonk is my favorite cryptid. All right, Steve, Steve, we have a change of plans. We need to make squonk go A squonk viral. is like the cryptid that if I were a cryptid, I would be a squonk. I'm your Mothman Hannah. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Well, all of this has to like take off so that That's I true. can say something about and have Tana other people in like a it. like professional setting and not have people be like, "Wait, what?" You can introduce her because right now we can't walk up and go, "Oh, this is my squonk Hannah." Right? <laughs> like, like there's no place on this earth where you could say, "This is my squonk Hannah," in this room, and not have to explain it further. I mean, right here. Right, right the, now, the four people in this room so, right now, and are the everybody only listening. So people. if if I so introduce Steve Buscemi, would also know. <laughs> of course, of I like that between Buscemi. the last episode that we recorded and this episode that we're recording, it's just a fact that Steve Buscemi is our only listener. Oh my goodness! So it only works if I'm introducing Hannah to Kelly. <laughs> Or Steve Buscemi. If, so if, <laughs> or, or me. Buscemi. So or me. The, the one scenario, Kelly has like a traumatic brain injury and loses her memory. <laughs> and you're like, this is your squonk, Hannah. Oh my God. <laughs> Could you imagine that? She doesn't remember anything. But she remembers what squonk means. Or she doesn't and we tell her and then she thinks it's a real word forever because she forgot. She lost her memory. (laughs) We're back. We are back. It's my turn to tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. Scare us. Well... We'll try. Or don't. Um, so I want very, very badly to have a paranormal experience. And Just hang out with me, apparently. I Yeah. We need to go to creepy places, Hannah, <laughs> me and you. Um, I feel like I try really hard to open my energy to spooky experiences and I think I just don't really believe in it deep down, but I'm trying to pretend. Pretend I didn't say that. I'm trying to believe. I'm trying to open myself to experiences Despite that, I have not really had any. (laughs) But I have one experience that I will share. I have had, like, creepy feelings. But I think, like, the creepy feelings, it's like, oh, I'm researching my Cheeseman Park Cemetery stories. And then I get a creepy feeling in my house that was built in 1997. You know, like, it's not legit. It's just creepy feelings. So then because I have things like that happen, it's hard for me to know if the creepy feelings I have from, like, my childhood are legit or whatever. But I have one story. This was the night before we went to the Grand Canyon as a family. I think I know what this is. Do you? All right. I I, maybe, possibly. It's not the visions. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> not what I think it that was. That should have been one of my clips in the last episode is when y'all were misunderstanding my visions about pushing Belle and Hannah into the Grand Canyon. But um, that's... all I remember is being like eight and you being like, don't get near me. I'm going to push you in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> say that it wasn't those words but you were (laughs) i was like you were very cautious to i mean i was like steer clear we don't want to have an accident (laughs) but i wasn't like i'm gonna push you i was just like let's be careful we don't want (laughs) to trip and have an accident i don't want my vision to come true and it wasn't a vision it was (sighs) that's for that's a story for another time i'll just say this it was a manifestation of my anxiety Yes. And at the time, I didn't have the terms. We all to realize that it. now. Yes, but you didn't realize that in the episode Wait, where I'm you were sorry. making fun of me about my visions. Daydream? No, no, no. It's like, as someone with very <laughs> severe anxiety I, and like a literal panic disorder. Yes. As I'm, I'm sure you also have anxiety. I don't know if you have a panic disorder, but no, but I have PTSD. So that's fair. Um, but it's, like you just. 
Sometimes your anxiety is just like, and a, a visualization like, this is going to happen. I just like and to a give visual, Kelly shit. A visualization <laughs> is not the same thing as a vision. No. And like that's like you guys thinking like I'm I'm predicting the future or I'm being silly or whatever. <laughs> like it's just it was a visualization of a fear. Of we were case using scenario. the words that you had available to you at the time when it <sighs> happened. Because I feel like at the time, granted, like I said, I was no, literally was eight. So, yes. <laughs> yes, you were using, you were remembering. Yes, I honestly, I haven't listened to the episode in a long time, but I remember it was another one. I was like, "Were you not getting it right? I wish I was there to defend myself." <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, you were, yeah, you were using the terms that made sense to you, and also you, you weren't inside my head. You didn't know the experience. But the, but the point is, this was the night before the Grand Canyon. It was not any visions about pushing you girls into the Grand Canyon. That was not what this story is about um it was the night before and we were all getting up and loading up the van and leaving so the grand canyon trip was the three original daughters and bell and hannah original, original daughters <laughs> like, are there more is there, is there well, like, a it's reboot the, it's the og family <laughs> you the know reboot daughters well like like what if i married a, a woman who is also a daughter you know you're That's not fair. an original daughter but saying that in the context of our family, none of I you are married wear, to women. Marry women. You're right. <laughs> um, the jury's still out. It might still someday. I mean, the jury's not out. <laughs> it's in. The verdict is in. She. Um, made... That's not very nice to say. The jury's still out. Sorry, on Matt. I, mean, I was gonna say she's she's not certain about Matt. I didn't still, mean, but I didn't mean that I'm throwing away 15 years of marriage. Uh... I'm just saying I can't predict the future. No, that's. <laughs> I can't predict the future, so you know who knows. Maybe fifteen no, years of marriage will go I down meant. the toilet. That's not what I meant. I'm I'm done with my life, <laughs> with your life. But I'm just no for my life. But oh, I'm just okay. saying, uh, the original sisters. I don't know. That makes sense to me. But the the OG family was. Grandma, Grandpa, and me and my two sisters, or my the mom five. and dad, my mom yep. and dad, and me and my two sisters, and then Belle and Hannah. So the eight of us, no, that's seven, the seven <laughs> of us were going to the Grand Canyon. This is taking really long to I'm set sorry. up just the night before. So we were all staying at Grandma and Grandpa's house the night before. I was back from college. You girls might have been living there at that point in time, actually. I'm not sure. But regardless, I think it was so. right after we moved in. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but I didn't have a room to sleep in, so I was sleeping on the couch in the great room or like the newly built living room that had been around for a couple years. Melissa, my best friend, was also staying there because she was watching the house. And she had parked her car on the west side of the house. So Grandma and Grandpa have a corner lot. And so the door goes out and it is north facing. And on the west side is the other side of the house. And the great room or the living room um, is kind of towards the west side of the yard. And then the couch kind of is aligned with that that west side wall a little bit. So I'm sleeping on the couch and I um, wake up in the middle of the night to see like a, a person standing in the doorway like they were in the great room. But it was the shape of a person in um, they were fully in the, in the great room, but like in front of the doorway to the kitchen. Um, and so like, I, I wake up and I see this thing and I say Salem. Cause for some reason I thought it was Salem and then it, <laughs> it would be mom, that creepy away. bitch. Right. Right. No, <laughs> but then Evie gets <laughs> as soon as I say Salem, like Salem, uh, it fades away. So not a big deal. I was like, you're you're stupid. You're just you know how you have like you can, your dreams can linger into the real world. Yeah. And then the act of saying the words 
you know, kind of wakes you up enough. So I was like, I said Salem and it dissipated. I felt a little creepy, but I went back to sleep. But the interesting part of the story is the next morning we get up hella early and we all load up the car and we drive to Grand Canyon. A few hours later, Melissa wakes up at the house. She was there because she was watching the dogs and watching the house and she was there before we left. She woke up after we left and she went out to where her car was parked on the, the left side of the house, the west side of the house, right alongside the great room. And she, and it was gone. Her car had been stolen. And so the theory, which is wild speculation, (laughs) is, you know, someone in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, potentially sometime in the middle of the night, two o'clock is when I woke up, was on the side of the house, a mere like 20 feet away from me, stealing her car. (laughs) So there's a theory, like maybe they tried to get into the house and something was trying to warn me. Maybe something was trying to warn me that they were stealing her car baby i heard a noise of something and that woke me up and it had nothing to do with it but either way if it was a warning you did nothing i did absolutely (laughs) nothing except if it was a warning of like someone trying to get the house and me like sitting up and saying salem maybe they left that's true but the reality is that her car was still stolen (laughs) could you imagine if you were like a robber and you're like trying to get into somebody's house and then like you don't even notice you're like in the back you see through because like it's the glass doors in the back you're like peering in and then all of a sudden you just see somebody sit right up and they go salem Salem. (laughs) well because they wouldn't have seen you on the couch until you sat up the way it's facing that back door And people don't know that Salem's a name. It sounds kind of Yeah, they'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) What the fuck is a Salem? (laughs) Get out of here. The job's gone south. (laughs) They said Salem. They must be casting a spell. I just imagine, like, Kelly sitting up on the couch like fucking Dracula (laughs) out of a coffin. Holding over their chest. (laughs) Salem. (laughs) Which. Hello. So that. There's a story about your mom that that just made me think of. <laughs> oh, God. When we were younger, she was still in high school, and she was sleeping in your grandma and grandpa's bed for some reason. Mom, grandma and grandpa weren't there. And it was like dinner time or something, and I just remember. It was so funny. I remember walking down the hall to wake her up and tell her, dinner's ready. And she just bolted up. like It was like she sprung into a sitting <laughs> position and went, half to get the registration. <laughs> and then very slowly laid back down. That reminds me of that time that we all, it was like mom, George, and then all of us kids, Derek and Brian. Oh, when we went and, to Manitou? Yeah, and Brian like sat up in the middle of the night and like said some like weird shit. Like we all were like expecting his head to start like 360 like swiveling. I don't even, none of us understood what he was talking about. And then laid back down to go to sleep. <laughs> well, all of that has nothing to do with my story, but that's fun. Sorry, it was not oh, you saying fun. I appreciate I you have making a question. my non-existent event. No, into that's something. creepy. No, no, it is really is it? creepy. Yeah. Is it? If I had sat up with my arms crossed, that I mean, would have been <laughs> creepy. But the reality was I just lifted my head and said, Salem. I don't know. I think the mere fact that someone was literally stealing, stealing the car. Right. Yeah. That's the only reason <laughs> so it's close interesting. To you is yes. scary. Like, that's yeah, regardless true. of the ghost. It's just yeah. they were right but there. It, yeah. It's the universe was trying to contact you, but they were very unclear with <laughs> their what message. they wanted. Yeah. yeah, like give me some sort of clue. Like give me like <laughs> a car car like you're driving a car charades. Like, don't the ghost just go beep beep <laughs> And you still wake up and you're like Salem I feel- <laughs> Why are you honking at me? <laughs> I felt 
so bad for Melissa getting her car stolen. She got it back. I remember she that. Did. I remember she did. The, her car getting stolen. I don't really remember you having that ghost experience. Yeah. Um, she got it back. And then probably the funniest part of the story is that then she drove around with a club for she years. Did. She had like <laughs> one of those clubs that you have to like hook into oh, your, yeah. your steering like, wheel so that you can't club. drive away. Like the club. It was literally the club. <laughs> the club. Did you ever see those commercials? The, yeah. the club. Yeah. yeah. And that was pretty funny to make fun and of her for her club. She was so worried after that because I remember it wasn't too long after that that I drove out to um, Emporia with her to see you for something. I remember I drove and she came and so she parked at Jake and Steph's. I don't know why we met there. I think because we didn't have parking at our apartment or something for her. She was so worried about parking on the street and I was like, it's okay. This is my friend's house. They're going to come check on your car all the time for you. But well, she was yeah, but so, she was outside of a suburban house in, you know. Oh, I know. Mana, she was gun shy. Very totally. Nice neighborhood. I, that's what I'm saying. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. Um, Bell's turn. Bell's turn. Oh, okay. All right. So um, the apartment that Kyle and I live in now, we have, it's probably not true. We like to think that we have a ghost that we've affectionately <laughs> dubbed the roommate. Um, like little things will happen. Like, so for Yule, I adorned a Yule log. I like went to the park by our house and I like gathered a bunch of shit. And then I like, you know, anointed it with oil, like wrapped it up with string, put all the shit that I gathered on it. And Kyle and I burned it and we like set our intentions for the year. But before Kyle got home from work, I was sitting in the dining room putting together the Yule log and I'm like listening to a podcast. And I had a moment where I like chuckled at the podcast. I have my headphones in. And the light above me started to flicker. And I was like, oh, roommate, you want to listen to the podcast? And I turned off my headphones and started playing the podcast out loud. The lights never flickered again. (laughs) It's just like little shit like that. But so there was one time specifically. So this was right after Papa died. And we like had just gotten back from his funeral. So that was like right before Thanksgiving. And so the week before Thanksgiving, I was out of town for the funeral And then the week of Thanksgiving, Kyle was out of town to go visit his family. And so we didn't see each other for like two weeks. But so he was home by himself. And then I was home for like a week by myself after that. And that whole time I was watching Ghost Adventures, making myself feel spooky. You know, I at that point was working at the dispensary and I was like working until like 1030, sometimes 11 o'clock at night. And I one night came home. It was like 11 o'clock. And I... When you go up into my apartment, you come out of the elevators and then to get to my unit, you have to turn left. And there is like like one or two units on the right side of the elevator. And then like most of the hallway is like on the left side of the elevator. And my apartment building is like all the way down at the other end of the hallway, basically. And I come out of the elevator and I look over to my right and the light in the hallway, like on the right side, starts flickering. Just the one. And I was like, uh spooky because i had been watching ghost (laughs) adventures you know and i was like that's spooky (laughs) and i turned to the left to go down my hallway and then all of the lights in the hallway are flickering and i was like oh no this is spooky and so i start like like not running but like quickly walking as fast as i can without looking like an idiot down the hallway as i get to like the fire doors that are always like propped open they slam on me. Like, as I cross that threshold, the fire doors just, like, whatever, you know, um, magnet apparatus has them, like, open all the time. They just, like, shut in my face, both of them. And I was, like, 
five feet away from my door to my apartment. I was like, no, like pushed him open, like bubbling with my keys. I was like, get in the house. Like, um, so that was the first really spooky thing that ever happened to me. Um, the second spooky thing that happened to me was right after quarantine happened. So um, Starbucks gave us like the entire month of April 2020 off, like during like the beginning of the pandemic and stuff. And I took it. So I had all of April. I was working from home and I we were just like quarantining, you know. So I'm like chilling, spending the whole time just like smoking hella weed and not doing anything because I am getting paid to do nothing for that whole month, right? Uh, listen to our podcast from April of 2020 if you would like to hear <laughs> evidence yeah. of this. At one point, I'm sitting out on the patio and I'm smoking out of the bong and I like grabbed the blanket and I knocked over the bong and it like shatters. And I, Kyle comes out, he helps me clean it up, you know, we're getting everything cleaned. And I go to take out like the bag full of glass with like, you know, my pieces of broken bong in it. And I shut the door to go to the trash chute down the hallway. And right as I shut the door, I heard Kyle's voice say, hey, babe, to the point where I almost turned around and like went back in to see what he wanted. Like I figured that he just had more trash for me to take to the, you know, and I was like, whatever he needs. I'm literally taking 30 steps and then coming back. And so I get back in the hall, like in the build, like the building, in the unit, in my apartment. And I was like, what did you need? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you said, hey, babe, what did, what did you need? You, you said my name. Not my name, but I, I am babe. <laughs> to you, I'm babe. Um, I definitely heard Kyle's voice say, hey, babe. I know it wasn't in my head. I'm either, it was either the roommate or it was Ollie psychically communicating with me. Yeah, that's what you told me before. Uh-huh, because as, I, <laughs> as I opened the door, Ollie was there rubbing in between my legs back and forth when I, the moment I re-entered the, the apartment. My vote is Ollie. I think it I might know, have been Ollie that trying to psychically. Ollie only ever hears Kyle, Kyle call, call me babe. babe. So I think to Ollie, that's I am like, babe. That's my mom's name. My mom's name is babe. <laughs> that's cute. All right. All right. Who's next? Well, so next I'm going to read a submission that we got that what? shares um, some experiences that uh, a listener has um, had. So I'm going to read the step it up, other listeners. That they you also in. have to submit message that they sent to. Yeah, step it up, Steve. Um, <laughs> Come on, Steve. Mr. Buscemi, sir. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I said you should have a little more respect, Mr. Buscemi. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to read the submission that we got. Um, dear effed up family. I live in beautiful Colorado along with my husband, kids, sisters, and parents. Weird and messed up stories about murder and ghosts are some of the things we enjoy. Wait a second. This sounds familiar. Except, does this individual live in one home with their parents and sisters and children? And children and husband. Mm. It does not say. Mm. Um, there's a couple of things I'd like to share with you, whether or not you share them on your show. When I was 18 years old, I moved out of my parents' home with my one-year-old child and into an old farmhouse that my friend was renting. That also sounds quite familiar. <laughs> Belly, weren't you one when you moved into the farmhouse with your mom? I don't know. I was one. Okay. <laughs> with right. your mom's um, close friend? <laughs> um, okay, so that my friend was renting. His roommates had moved out suddenly, and he was having trouble making rent. 
$500 a month, which is crazy because you can't get an outhouse for that in Colorado now. When we very first moved in, things felt off. There was an energy in the house. It started with little things at first. Doors that we'd closed would be open upon returning home. Lights we'd turned off would be found on. My and my child's rooms were on the second floor, but for the first month, I couldn't bring myself to sleep up there. My roommate worked the night shift, and being alone in the house at night was unnerving. Usually, my daughter and I would fall asleep on the couch with the TV on, and that's how I had my first experience. I was watching television. It was two or three in the morning, and suddenly I had a bad feeling. The only way to describe it is like a ramped-up anxiety attack that came out of the blue. And all of the anxiety was focused on my roommate's bedroom door, which was positioned on the wall right next to the TV. I couldn't move. All I could do was stare at the door. Then suddenly, the door opened outward about two feet. No windows were open, which I had double-checked, and the kid and I were the only ones in the house. Second experience, I was watching TV in the middle of the day, and the screen goes to snow. We didn't have cable, just old-fashioned rabbit ears, so that wasn't something out of the ordinary. I knelt down in front of the TV, moving the rabbit ears and checking cords when I heard the sound of multiple clicks. It was the sound light switches in an old farmhouse make. I got up and checked every room, and all the lights were on. I know they had been off before the clicks happened. It was the middle of the day. We were not rich. Guaranteed, I know the lights were off. Third experience. I was the only one home, and I was getting ready to go out. I'd gone upstairs and closed the windows and turned off the lights, came downstairs, and noticed through the vent in the ceiling that my bedroom light was on. One of the lights I had just turned off. I walked up the stairs, a bit annoyed at this point because it had been six months of lights turning on by themselves, bitching at the ghosts. God damn it. Stop turning my lights on. Unless you want to pay these bills, I can't afford your stupid games. Funny. That sounds like something that mom would say. I, I was just going to say, I hear your mother's voice in my head. I know. It is pretty, pretty Salem-esque, isn't it? Funny thing, the lights never turned on by themselves again. There are so many stories that I could tell about that house, and maybe some night I'll send you some more. Like I said, I do enjoy a fucked up story. Unfortunately, now the house has been demolished along with it, the hanging tree that stood behind it, and over a hundred years of history. <laughs> Should I read the end? Thank you for all the hours of entertainment. You guys have been an inspiration. Wishing you all the best. <laughs> a fan. A, a fan. fan. You're welcome. <laughs> we I are mean, an inspiration. We, we have provided many many hours of inspiration to this person so that's true that is true <laughs> and that was a story from our listener Yay. so which um, is not a lie because she listens to the podcast every, every time, time she gets edited, edited. <laughs> so that is a story from salem and if you listen to last podcast on the left then someday maybe that exact story with that exact wording, including the thanks for being an inspiration part, <laughs> might be read on their podcast. Because that is the original place that Salem sent, sent that, that letter. <laughs> but we shared her stories here today. Hey, we she warned, didn't fool us. We warned everyone 
last episode, not last episode that we recorded, but like last, yeah, last time. time that we were all together in the studio, we warned everyone that we were going to start emailing ourselves and pretending <laughs> like someone did. else was emailing us. We did. We fucking warned you, Steve coming. Buscemi. <laughs> Come on, Steve. So we can't, we can't keep the ruse up because some of us had other experiences in that house and if we want to talk about that that is true um, that's true i yeah. i had a weird experience but i i mean again it's all like not like really solid experiences but i do remember so i was eight when belly was born which means when y'all moved into that house i was like nine so i was pretty young and i remember salem had me over to spend the night with with bell like to see my niece and spend the night with my big sister at one point and then there was a week where I was off school like maybe spring break and I had no one to watch me and so I just went and hung out with Salem and all of her like shady friends for the Ew, week. That's not good. They were very nice. One oh, of them gave oh. me a sand dollar and I still have it to this day. Her Aww. friends were so fucking weird. Nice. Yes. Oh. <laughs> were so nice Both. but so off-putting at the same Because they were all like weird fucking punks, punks man. You never knew what their real intention was, but they were super nice to kids. I don't know. I was a kid. I just thought they were fun and nice and I uh, really liked them. And then when Salem got married, when you, Salem and your dad got married, I like felt like I knew her like <laughs> for her friends because I was nine and I was like, ooh, I remember you. I, like, I, I was think, 10 at that point. But. I think my favorite part about that entire email that mom wrote was I moved into a farmhouse with my close friend. Yeah. Who later, he was, he I, wasn't I mean, at the time, at I the guess time. she's correct. And the but future father of my, my father. Child, yes, <laughs> Hannah's dad. But so I remember being creeped out. But I also think that part of it was that, like, I'd heard some stories about the place. Like, I do remember your dad's bedroom on the first floor, and the fact that the door would always be open when we would come to the house, and like everyone would shut it, and then you would leave, and then it would be open next time you got home. I remember hearing about that when I was hanging out at the house. I remember hearing about a story where, like, the pantry or like a bookcase that y'all had in the kitchen. Not you. I had said y'all, but you weren't there. That you all, Bell and possibly conceived at that time. Possibly. Well, the, the, in <laughs> the kitchen, so. there was a bookcase that the the adults had in the kitchen that had like pantry items Maybe. on it, like cans of food. And I remember hearing about like being able to stand in the living room area or the doorway to the dining room, which goes like you can see straight into the kitchen and being able to see food like flying off the pantry shelf. And like into mm -hmm. the kitchen. I remember stories about. I remember cans hearing that. Flying. So, I heard some of these stories. So I think I probably was just super freaked out. But I do remember staying the night in the same bedroom that you were in, Belly, and it, I was in this little bed, and you were in a crib right next to me. And I remember like having dreams and kind of waking up in the night, thinking that there was like something above us, like watching us. But I also think that I may have had. I think we heard stories about like you looking up at something. And like pointing to something in the house, Bell. so I feel like that could have been in my head. That's funny too. because you said that, and I immediately had like I don't know, like I have very very fuzzy memories about being in the house because I was so so small. Like I have vague memories about what the living room looks like. I have very very vague memories about like looking out the window from my bedroom into the backyard and like seeing the dog in the backyard. So I have like small memories about like how the house was set up, but you had said like stay like like feeling like something was watching you and I felt back in one of those memories. Like my yeah. body was back in one of those weird the memories. I also had a weird imaginary friend that I was scared of. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Was it the 
It was like a weird spider thing. Spider, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. You had a weird spider imaginary friend. I didn't like him. He he showed up all the time and I hated him. Just in the house or outside? Yeah, just in the house. Yeah. I mean, that kind of But the fact that he's like a spider the... makes me think that it was just a weird imaginary friend thing. Say... Or it was just like a real spider that was living in your room. And you, <laughs> and were, you like, were scared ah! of it. Then you made him talk to you in your mind. <laughs> no, I wouldn't put it past Belle. I wouldn't put it past you to have created an imaginary friend you're afraid of like no i like i have visceral memories of him you you remember the mushroom it's still in the basement yeah oh yeah the visceral memories of him like crawling out of the mushroom and then like sitting next to me on the mushroom and then like chilling with me and maybe like weird stop shit that happened with that mushroom because i remember us being like young and you were like i had a dream that that mushroom i was afraid of the mushroom because dad (laughs) would pretend that the mushroom would eat him it wasn't even a dream it was that dad would pretend that the mushroom was eating him, and so for years I was afraid of the mushroom. Yeah, the vague, the I, the stories I remember hearing. Nobody's gonna know what we're talking about. The when mushroom, we're like the mushroom. The mushroom's yeah. a weird footstool that's shaped like a mushroom. Yeah, and it's been around since I've been around. Yeah, it was. And then it got refurbished. Yeah, refurbished on it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, it had fur before. It was just shorter fur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stories I remember about you. And what you would look up to like the corner of your room and talk to something, but it was yeah. very directed towards the corner of your room and point. Mom always said that you used she to point say, and say baby. Yes. Yes. That's yes. The, yes. She would point at the corner and say baby. And then she talked about an old woman that she talked Which to. Dad talked about the old woman too. So I don't remember your dad talking about it, but I do remember Belle talking about the old woman and she would talk to her. He oh, mentioned ahead, to me one time about being chased by the old lady down the stairs. Yeah. I feel like I've heard yes. that too. It's hard to distinguish between real things that happen to people when they were completely awake and completely sober. Things that are jokes and funny exaggerations because that's what you do to children. Right? <laughs> and memories that are like created because I heard all of these real experiences and funny jokes because I was a child over many years. So yeah. then I start to think of my like my own memories meld with the my visions, not visions, but imaginings <laughs> of the stories I've been told. Right. And that like added that on top that you of the saw fact mom that you were on birth. drugs and also <laughs> probably drunk uh yes i was nine <laughs> nine years old and i was also no, 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 completely no. oh i thought you're talking about my dad <laughs> oh, i meant me yeah. oh okay 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 and also i have zero judgment from the sober and thing like that's yeah. i don't know what experiences are real when you know it's hard to to muddle through like it's hard that. to tell I when mean, i was stoned after just smoking so much weed that i broke my bong did i really hear ollie mind filled <laughs> with me and say hey babe or was i just really really fucking stoked that's a case of a possibility i i just want to point out that kids under the age of 10 might as well be on drugs that's like that's like really think true. about when you're 10 everything's just like light and flashing and and every emotion is and, the biggest emotion right, you've ever yeah. felt like, in your whole life so i'm just saying kelly technically wasn't on drugs but you know your brain was the drug man uh, yeah so, I live my life on drugs, the drug of dude. life. I live my life on the drug of lives. I get high Wait. on life. <laughs> Hannah, I, I live my life on the drug of lives. <laughs> Hannah, Is I think it it's my your final turn story? To wrap us up. All right, so this final story also involves a familial household. Is it Thank this you. one? 
No. Oh, because I could familial in that many generations of our family have been. I know what it is. Yeah. Really quick though, before I go on, I do want to say one time I was in the basement of this house and I thought that a radio was playing over by the furnace. I was trying to fall Dude. asleep. Okay, go on. No one, no one them. That's it might have been a radio, an actual radio. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, why didn't you tell that as one of your stories? I was really good and I'm so <laughs> short, succinct, to the point. <laughs> it was one of my stories. I just told it. Oh, okay. All right, Hannah. So this story revolves around Bell and I's great grandmother, your two grandmother, house in Kansas. Good old grand grand. I felt like I had to like do extra exposition to explain to the audience. We probably should do more exposition. I mean, like, I mean remember Steve- Jess and I are sisters. Yeah. Hannah yeah, yeah. and Belle are sisters. We are their aunties. Well, I mean, Steve doesn't know all the ins and outs That's of true. our personal lives. Our, our, our history, collective so. grand grand, though. We all called her grand grand. grand. Yeah, we did. In the end. I mean, she's my yeah. grandma, but yeah. yeah she wasn't grand grand until you guys were around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, her house was, I guess, like within our own family, notoriously haunted. Like, I feel Almost like a lot of people had weird experiences there. Something yeah. weird that happened. Yeah, especially there. in the basement and the upstairs. I, yes. I went to the basement one time. The whole time, even it wasn't. I was like, oh, we what? Were in the basement all the time. How yeah. old when Grand Grand no. died? I was like in my twenties. I didn't go. And into I went the basement into the basement until, one time. <laughs> I didn't go into the basement until after Papa Bear died. Yeah, it was after uh, Papa Bear died. Did you ever go down to the cellar where she had all of her no. pickles and stuff? No. I went into the room mm. that she had all of the old. Because I remember the one time I went into the cellar was a year that Mom came out. We went to a flea market. Mom bought all of those fucking glass insulators that you put on top mm-hmm. of the lights of like telephone mm-hmm. poles, and then. Grand Grand was like, I have a bunch of those in my basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went down there and mom picked out a bunch of them. And I think that is legitimately the only time I was in that basement. And the cellar was like, so when you went down the stairs and hit the bottom, it was a door to the left that went down, what was it, three more stairs? But that's I where, think that's where she kept uh, all of those. Yeah, that's, that's where, where all she kept all her jars yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And that's where we had to go if Grand Grand and Papa Bear decided the tornado sirens were real. Not real, but actually accurate, and we needed. Yeah, like to if it was serious enough tornado. to move from our comfy seats in the TV room, then that's where we would have gone. But we never left our comfy seats in but, the TV well, room. Well, because they're hardcore Kansas sites. What are they called? Kansas. Kansas. Kansas night. What the oh. heck? Kansans. They're just Kansans. Kansans. Um, they tornadoes <laughs> like, didn't bug them. Infuriated by that for some reason. I don't. You've know been why. infuriated a lot with me today. What did I do to you? Not with you. Is Stop. it not Kansanites? <laughs> they're Kansas. Oh, that's what it was. Oh. <laughs> um But yes. yeah, so that's the cellar. Very small, but somehow those three extra steps down it's made like it so much creepier. that much more creepier, <laughs> right? Um, I also thought that the area where Grandpa's like shop and stuff was, because oh I God, never yes. went there. Like I would go down and go do laundry, so that area wasn't that creepy. The extra toilet that was just out in the middle of the room that was, was creepy weird. for totally so different reasons. Reasons. Weird. And the weird you ever shower. Had to use it, it was a little weird. Showering down there was a little creepy, mostly because of spiders. And then um, the old room that Uncle Matt lived in for a long time yeah, that they was built a little down creepy there. down there with that orange shag carpet. Oh, it was so such yeah. gross. Carpet. So there's lots of little corners. I thought that was pretty creepy down there. Yeah. Anyway, like well, this had... story actually happens in the upstairs. Oh, the, the upstairs was the oppositely creepy. haunted I feel like place. The upstairs, By upstairs was do you mean upstairs or main floor? No, like the attic okay. area. Well, the the, the, the upstairs, the upstairs, the second floor. 
Yes. Yeah. But it's like so small that I always yeah. want to it's call like an up- it an yeah. attic. Yeah. But it's not technically it's an room. attic, I guess. It's well, like a loft apartment. That's <laughs> where I yeah. stayed a lot when I was in college. So I got a lot more comfortable up there. But when I was younger, I was not very comfortable up there. Well, there were all sorts of stories. Of, like, I remember from a young age. Anyway, tell your story and then I'll tell the stories <laughs> I heard. Sorry. So this, this occurred. Um, I was probably like late middle school, early high school, maybe. Um, it was after that time that Belle and I had all those pictures take- taken in the living room oh, we downstairs. Were I was like, where eight. there were all of those like streaks across oh. that like yep. Christmas pictures that we all took, yeah, and there were all these the orbs and the weird, yeah. And... Um, so I had already like kind of been exposed to the fact that this house was weird and haunted. <laughs> um, but I remember it was a year. We were going to the family reunion in Arkansas, and so all of us were staying there. And I remember, I think it was, like, you, Kelly, Jess, and Grandma were in the bed, in, like, the big bed upstairs. I was in an inflatable little bed, like, next to the dresser against the wall. So you know how you when you came upstairs, it was on the same side that the bathroom was on, and there was that dresser there, and it was, like, kind of right at the foot of where the bed was. And then I remember Belle was on an inflatable bed on like the opposite side of the room. I think you were closer to the bed than I was. I was like right next to the bathroom. Like, oh, you're right. You like, were. We were like you were. almost like perpendicular of each other. Yeah. Um, but I remember I've always had trouble falling asleep. And so I remember I was sitting there and I was laying there just kind of listening to the noises. And there was that one step like near the top of the stairs or the top of the stairs that always squeaked when people would step on it. And I remember, I think Kelly went to go get water and it like startled me and I looked and I saw that it was Kelly and I was like, oh, okay, it's just Kelly. And then I heard it again and I looked up and I was like, oh, it's just Kelly coming back. But there was nothing there. And so I like go back and I lay back in my bed and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I probably just heard something. And then I heard it again, and it was Kelly coming back upstairs this time. And I was like, okay, I definitely just heard something. And then I feel like hours later, I heard the noise again. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And nobody was there. 11-year-old Hannah. What the fuck? fuck? (laughs) I could see it. Yeah, I could see it too. (laughs) But once again, nobody was there. And I still had like not really fallen asleep, so it wasn't like me being sleepy or something from my dream that had carried over. Um, And then my, my inflatable bed was directly next to the dresser, which was directly next to the wall. So there was nothing there that should have made any noise that I would have been able to hear. But after I heard that squeak, I started hearing in my ear that was right next to the dresser, like deep, heavy breathing in my ear. Was it oh, was it creepy. the echoes of me snoring? Because Kyle told me the other night that I don't like snore like a normal person. I will. <sighs> it was not that because it was very much just like <sighs> like it was very breathy, like a creepy phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember trying to breathe louder than it because I thought it was all in my head. Drown it out. So I was like, if I can't hear it, it's not real. So I started breathing louder to like 
cancel out the sound of this fucking weird heavy breathing in my ear. But then it started getting louder <laughs> as I was breathing louder. So I was just laying there on this bed <laughs> by the end of it being like, ha, ha, ha. And, and nobody woke up. I, Belle, I remember I around like that I time woke you woke up and you were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> right. Let's see. I do remember hearing Hannah like heavy breathing and being like, are you okay? But like eventually it just went away. And so I went to sleep. <laughs> were you having a stroke maybe? <laughs> You were, I said 11, but you were like 13. Is that what you thought you said, said you were? I think, no, actually, it might have been younger. Okay. Maybe you're 11, 11 is right. But uh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> Crazy. I remember lying at the time that it happened and telling grandpa that I had seen an apparition and him being very excited. Um, and then I remember being like, just kidding, I lied. (laughs) He was very mad at me. It's funny that you say that thing about the stairs squeaking, because one story that I remember grandpa telling me, he was like out visiting like by himself or something. and was like up in the room by himself. And he had said something about how he had been woken up because it sounded like somebody was standing on that top step and like rocking back and forth and like making it it was so squeaky. Yeah. It was so obvious. Like, I yeah. always knew when someone was coming up the stairs because mm-hmm. that top stair would squeak. Well, and I specifically... Not the top one, but, you know. Yeah. I specifically remember, like, hearing it and seeing Kelly. So, like, I knew that that is what that sound was. Someone stepping on that stair. Because mm-hmm. I was like, someone just did it. And it squeaked exactly the same way as it did when nobody was there. <laughs> that is creepy. I've not had any experiences there, but I have had a lot of just like uneasy feelings. Like shadows and stuff that you see. I never, the upstairs kind of bugged me, but didn't really bug me. But if I had to go in one of the closets up there, oh, so for listeners, it had these closets that like almost ran the length of the whole upstairs and then led into the attic. So it clearly looked like this had been an attic just an attic for a long time that they turned into like a permanent room and put the closets and then you had the attic left in the rest of it and if i like all of the games that grand grand had were up in those attics and i hated going in there i still do like not still do but like when we had to go look at stuff after grand grand passed away like i was like i don't want to go in the closets but i'd really like to have this one game we play all the time because <laughs> i might want to get it for me uh the closet on the east the west side was the one where i stepped on a brown recluse with my bare foot is that that the side of the bathroom or opposite the bathroom opposite the bathroom okay so the one by the bed yeah but I just stepped on a spider I was just trying to be dramatic but it was a brown recluse and I did it with my bare foot and I killed it and I didn't get bit probably the most scary thing that happened I do have I do have one really scary moment for me I was very very young and then we were out there staying in um, for summer and um, Salem and Jess, we were hanging out in Grandma and Grandpa's room. And um, <laughs> I think I know the story. It was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> and Salem and um, Jess told me to go get something. Salem was staying upstairs. Jess and I always stayed in the, the downstairs bedroom down the hall from Grandma and Grandpa. And um, Salem was staying upstairs. And she asked me to go get her a book off her bed. And as I was running up the stairs, I heard a pounding underneath the stairs. <laughs> And it was my mean older sister 
sitting on grandma's bed underneath the stairs, banging on them to t- scare me. Did and it, it worked. It was did terrifying. It, didn't we get you to go up there again, too? Like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, Yeah, Kelly. the first you time. You imagined it. Gaslighting. It was. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about gaslighting, let's talk about my be, me being the youngest with two older oh, mean sisters. Yeah. We were... Mean, total, terrible, awful. <laughs> they were total like gems of big sisters to you, Kelly. It just didn't you blow me your nose in Kelly's hair yes. one time? All lies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, I will say, I remember the one time that James came out there, which was like right before Grand Grand died. Um, that was the last. That was the last time we, the three of us, went together. Yeah. yeah. He he came out there and he slept downstairs while you and I slept upstairs, Kelly. And I remember he was on the the inflatable couch. Or the inflatable bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it's real. I want an inflatable couch. Inflatable couch. Like, <laughs> those like hot pink ones. Yeah. Are, you sure, are you sure you weren't in a dorm room and not at Grand Grand's house? <laughs> but he slept downstairs. And like since then he has discovered that he has a problem with like sleep paralysis. Because it's happened at multiple locations. Um, but he had like a sleep paralysis episode when we were there. And he says he saw this like creepy lankly, langly, lanky. Lanky's the word. Lanky, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he saw this creepy, like lanky black figure crawling down the stairs with like red eyes and it like stood over him and he like couldn't breathe. And then he woke up and it was gone and he was like, I think I saw a ghost. And then he later learned and that then he, he was like, sleep no, paralysis. I have sleep paralysis. Um, <laughs> That's not a ghost. That's a demon. Like, well, and he sees he sees a smiling man in the corner of our room all the time. Has James had like his brain checked out recently? Make sure he doesn't have a tumor or something. No, it's just sleep paralysis. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's underlying reasons for no, it. I'm but just does he ever see the hat band? I mean, that's kind of what it is. He says it's this like guy standing in our underneath our stairs in the basement. Yeah, he's got like this weird smile with a hat on. Oh, oh creepy! Um, and the he always man. says, um, "I hope he listens to this episode." He said <laughs> the first time he told me about it, he was like, "I always try to scream because I think he's gonna come and hurt you, and I want to like protect you." And I went. Aww. And he was like, no, not aww. It's trying to fucking kill you. And I was like, aww. <laughs> but you want to protect me. But you want to save me. <laughs> I just want to say that, like, I'm sure, you know, like, sleep paralysis has, like, fully, you know, psychological, physiological explanations for it. But I do want to say that it is interesting that a lot of times it manifests similarly across people and across cultures yeah. and you know it just kind of speaks to like what fucked with our ancestors yeah. uh. to instill this deep fear within us today <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have it from time to time but I don't see things it literally is just like I feel like I'm awake and can't move like I don't see creepy things and most of it is me trying to scream as loud as I can and then I'll wake up. But it's always so real. Like one time I fell asleep with my blanket over my head. And in my sleep paralysis or whatever it's called, I had my blanket over my head. Like, But mine only ever happens if it's when I take naps. And it doesn't happen every time. But I never have it like at night night. Only when I take a nap. It's so 
I weird. wonder if it's because something's like waking you up from like your Maybe. REM state or something. James has it f- so frequently that I'll like wake up and I'll hear him making noises and I'm like, wake the fuck up. Trying to yell. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, when I don't do it, when I don't notice that he's in a sleep paralysis dream, he'll wake up the next morning and be like, why didn't you wake me up? I was having sleep paralysis and you didn't wake me up. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I sleep sleep. on the couch because my back is so fucked up. (laughs) I can't hear you when you're sleeping. (laughs) I I have been told that I don't make noise or move. So it's like all in my brain. Uh. It's like, like literally me just like try move your arm. Half the time. So this is the fucked up thing. While I'm in sleep paralysis, I have flashes to kill Belle when she's in the truck. Move your big toe. Like, do you remember that from Kill yes. Bill? After she gets out of that hospital and she can't walk, move your and she just basically wills herself to not be paralyzed. And I'm so stupid in those weird dreams that not only am I trying to move my, I'm like, it's like Kill Bill, move my big <laughs> toe, move it. All right. Well, are we ready for happy things Wait. that don't suck? Things that don't suck. Things not that don't happy suck. Thoughts. Things that don't suck. Happy yeah. thoughts. <laughs> they don't suck. Who wants to go first? Okay, my thing that doesn't suck is I started a new job and it Yay! doesn't make me want to stab myself in the eye every single day. Yay! But no, I like my new job. The people are nice and I don't feel stressed out and like a failure all the time. So hooray. hooray! Yay! All right, who's next? I'll go next. Um, my thing that doesn't suck is Kyle. He so I had COVID a couple weeks ago. I had to cancel our New York trip, but he um we were gonna go to New York. We had a plan for months, and then like three days before we left, I tested positive for COVID and I couldn't go. But he went without me. And to make it up for me, he took me out for Valentine's dinner and we went to the War on Drugs concert last night, super last minute, and he took me out for dinner. And yeah, he's just been doing what he can. I was gonna to help say, me not feel shitty like, that's about not, not going that to New York. Suck. That's a thing that very much. Sucks. No, but the thing yeah, that I doesn't was interject suck. when she's like, "Yeah, I couldn't go to New York," and he went without me, and I was gonna be like, "Wait, <laughs> what?" No, but then no. I, I wanted it. him to go. Another thing I that doesn't suck is that he got to go. He didn't get COVID. He yeah. got to you know go and through with it. For the listener. Bell encouraged Kyle to go. I did. I wanted like, Kyle to go. It wasn't like Kyle was just like, well, screw you, Bell. You got COVID. Peace out. No. I'm going to New York. I basically quarantined to the bedroom for two days so that Kyle could go because I would have felt more shitty if I also got Kyle sick and we both couldn't go. <laughs> but yeah, no, Kyle doesn't suck. He's done what he Yay. can to help me to feel better about it. We had a nice Valentine's and a nice concert That's last awesome. night. And I'm That's ready to go nice. home and take a nap before TNT. That's very nice. My thing that doesn't suck is I want to give a shout out to the people or the person who mails me and sells me my nails. And it's lovelyhello.com. And each nail wrap is $3. And they don't suck because I really like to celebrate the seasons and the passing of time. And it's really fun when the world is crumbling to look at my nails and be like, ooh, pretty. They're green because it's almost (laughs) March. And so green nails are fun. And sometimes just a little look at some pretty nails is yeah. all you need in I the like world. I like that. Is that, yeah. when you say $3 a wrap, is that like per finger or for all your fingers? No, it's for a set of wraps that actually last like two to three 
you can get two to three like uses out of them if they don't dry out and they don't dry out like other they're like color street but we're just going to call out color street because one it's an mlm so screw color street two they cost like 15 dollars for a set rather than three dollars for a set and three they have like 10 designs at a time whereas this place has like 60 pages of designs there have tons of seasonal designs you can still you can use them multiple times color street also dries out more than this place does um and she's just like a small business owner in Ohio. So what's it called Love again? It. Lovelyhello.com. She probably, like many small business owners, sources her materials from like China. But I don't care. She's a small business owner in Ohio. <laughs> and I like them. Um, my thing that doesn't suck is that I have two job interviews next week <gasps> for the same company, but at different locations. <laughs> So it's like a thing that doesn't suck, but I'm also very confused as to what happens if I get fi- if I get hired after my first interview. Do I just not go to my second interview? Yes. Like, did you? Yes. Okay. Did you apply for two separate I, jobs? I applied. So it's a, a franchised company. There are a lot of different locations, but all, most of the locations in Colorado were franchised. Okay. Um, I applied for both at the same time. One got back to me first. I had an initial interview with them. I was supposed to have a second interview. They never got back to me. And then I got an email from the second location. We were supposed to have an interview. They never got back to me because of like snow and stuff. So it was postponed. Um, And then earlier this week, I got an email from the first location saying they wanted that second interview finally. (laughs) But then yesterday I got a phone call from the second location (laughs) saying that they wanted the interview finally. And I was like, I will tell you, I already have an interview from this first location for Thursday. And they were like, well, coming on Tuesday then. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So fun, two perspective job offerings. And if I don't get hired by one of them, I will cry. (laughs) It's hard though. Even if you don't keep on trucking, but that's good. Hannah. Yay. Hooray! We're done! Yay! I have to pee! Yay! All right. Thanks for listening. Wait, no, but don't forget to like us on Facebook and like us on Twitter. You can find us at FFS the podcast. And we are also on Instagram at FFS the podcast. And on Facebook, we're F'd Up Family Storytime. And you can email us at FFS the podcast at gmail.com. And yeah. And if you email us, you might be lucky like our previous our listener and be read, on the episode. And we might read it on the air. Sincerely also, email us fan. and prove to us that you're not Steve Buscemi. Or prove to us that you are Steve or, Buscemi. Or, yes. Ah. <laughs> we're, otherwise, we're just convinced Steve Buscemi is the only listener of this do you, podcast. Do you think prove us email us otherwise. Correct. Do you think if we shared our podcast enough and like added Steve Buscemi that he might become a listener? Maybe. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're, we're doing it. Thanks for listening. Lock your doors.